This is a podcast from Sin Media. Previously heard live on Sin 90.7. Good morning, Angus. Hello. How's it going, Eddie? It's going very well, Gus. Yep. It's one of our coming into the second half of our season. Only six shows left. It doesn't feel like it's been that long, has it? It feels like it's been much longer. Should we? Should we just jump right into it? I think we should jump right into it. No doubt about it today. And as always, to get this right, it's cooked, boiled, fried, and baked. How can you expect something like that? Like that to be cooked at the same time? Is someone taking the piss? Mm, indeed, is somebody yep. taking the piss? We like to start our show every week with talking about a few things uh, that made you go, whoa. What the hell is going on? Is this real life or am I am I having hallucinations? No, you're is not. Is this the Truman Show? No, it's not. Unfortunately, this is real life. This is not just fantasy. But I'll kick things off this week. Yep. Did you hate that? You hated that a little bit. <laughs> was that a... That was the uh This is Queen it's from reference. Queen. Yeah. 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 It's okay. We'll move on. So an Italian politician that vocally opposed compulsory chickenpox vaccinations has just contracted chickenpox. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Critics have quickly pointed out the irony of the situation with a politician claiming he wasn't anti-vax, describing it as fake news and stating that he couldn't have gotten it from his children as they are, in fact, vaccinated. <laughs> although, <Cop that. laughs> um, <laughs> although doctors were adamant that the situation could have been prevented had he been vaccinated, Jake's mum from high school knows for a fact that vaccines <laughs> make kids want to watch Gogglebox. <laughs> That's very true, Eddie. Um, what about this one? An Australian mother has been subject to online ridicule uh, this week after opting for a bizarre name for her daughter who uh, her daughter is a baby it was born as a baby um, <laughs> well it was, it was born as a baby was it yes uh, <laughs> okay the mother loved the name Caitlin but hated how popular it was so replaced the AIT the eight with the Roman numeral for eight so the now so the KV- name <laughs> I I I Lynn. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's just because you watch Star Wars, isn't it? <laughs> this baby so this baby's gonna to have to learn Roman numerals before she understands her own name. She's gonna to have to learn to speak, then to count, and then her parents are gonna say, Hey, you know those number things that you just learnt? Yeah, well they're in your name, but they're also Roman. <laughs> How have you go run and play with all your friends? Kivalin. What a disaster. Kivalin. Kivalin. Well, it's unique. That's for sure. Stupid. <laughs> okay. Uh, and lastly, um, in Australia, an artist has proposed building a giant wooden bong to draw tourists to the town of Woodenbong in New South Wales. The artist was quoted as saying hundreds and thousands of people share the same dream as soon as they hear the town's name. A wooden bong? Uh, yeah. A wooden bong. Does he know that? The wood will just catch a light if he it's flammable. <laughs> I'm not sure if he was okay. um, thinking as straight as maybe some others. <laughs> um, other residents, though, were unamused. The expected date of completion for the project is expected to take at least 10 bags of Doritos and four Joe Rogan podcasts <laughs> to finish. Oh, that's a stoner joke. Yeah, thank you. You're yeah, good. Quite proud of that thank you very much. This is All I Want with Sunfruits. You're listening to Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7. 
Due to some confusing, boring, legal stuff, Sin can't podcast any of the knee-slapping tracks that are played on air. To dance along with us in the studio, you'll need to listen live. Tune your radio dial to 90.7 or stream it online at sin.org.au. That was the Sunfruits with All I Want. You're listening to Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7. The song slowly faded out, didn't it? Well, yeah, slowly, quickly, you know, whatever. It's fine. (laughs) Now, Eddie, uh, this week we didn't mention in our in our first little segment um, of what's happened this week, but Egg Boy took the uh, the internet by storm, took the country by storm. He did a cult hero, but we don't really want to talk about him, do we? Because it's kind of been done to death. It has been done. I have nothing to add. But I had my own little Egg Boy moment this week. Okay, this all right. <laughs> A moment where I I became a, a vigilante. I transcended my own body, this body that you see. Yeah. And I soared into hero status just for a moment. Did you? But then I okay. Then I blew it. Oh. Do you want to know what happened? That's not surprising. I was on the I was on the tram going to work uh, on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I, I'm carrying a bowl of pasta, not a Tupperware. Why are you carrying a bowl of pasta on the tram? <laughs> I've told this story man. to other people and everybody has found that weird. It's I, weird. How else do you transport your pasta to work? In, in Tupperware. Tupperware is the same thing. I mean, it, it stinks. Tupperware stinks. Why are you just holding it? Well, because I'm taking it to work. Let's have it in a bag. It, it, that's beside the point. Okay, so I, I shouldn't have said, pointed out that detail, but it becomes relevant. And there is a a lady. I'm standing up on the tram. There's a, a, an older lady. She's yeah. about 60, but she's a hard 60. I mean, like, okay. she's been through the ringer, you can tell. Yeah. And she's sitting next to a young girl, and we're travelling along. And after a while, this old lady goes to the young girl, and she goes, can you move your fat ass? Oh, that's not very nice. It's not very nice at all. Very blunt. I think old people are known for being blunt. Tram goes silent. <laughs> Deadly silent. Yeah. Everyone looks to me. No, no one looked, <laughs> looked to me. But, but I was standing there and I, I sized her up and I go, I've got this. So, <laughs> you sized up the old lady. <laughs> and I look her straight in the eye and I just deliver one of the great line one-liners and I go, mm-hmm. that was rude. Okay. That was rude. That's it? And, and she goes... Excuse me? I go, that was really rude. And she's like, suit yourself, mate. And I'm like, well, I think you're taking up more of her chair than, than she <laughs> oh, is. So you're doubling down. Oh, I'm doing I exactly down. what she did. And, and, and then it, it, it ended there and we started grazing each other off for the rest of the tram ride. <laughs> I had another old lady come up to me and I go, what, you want some now? And she goes, no, nah, I just came up to say thank you for doing that and you needed to do that. I got another thanks and by this time I'm getting thanks from people. So, getting a bit of a so big my, head, my head is just explode. Like I'm I'm drunk on power. Yeah. And so I, I'm... I'm going. I'm not done with this lady. Yeah, and so she get, <laughs> she gets off won. at the no no. I well yeah. I should have quit. She yeah. gets off at the same tram stop as me, and I'm like, here's my moment to, <laughs> to oh, really. No. And so I go up to her and I'm like, listen, you can't get away with that kind of nonsense just because you're so old. <laughs> and she turns around and goes ah and smacks my pasta oh, oh, no. out of my hand. <laughs> And I had to catch it. Luckily, yeah. I caught it. Yeah. And she just, this little warlock thing, just <laughs> walks off and jumps on a train. 
Oh, well. How unbelievable is that? Yeah. But for a moment there, I was, I was a vigilante. And so I've just been patrolling these trams ever since on the way to work, just looking for the slightest little bit of rudeness I from anyone. Had, I think you've had your time in the sun. I'm the tram police. I, I think you're okay. <laughs> I, think, I think you've had your time in the sun. <laughs> now, this is Sally with Synthetics. This is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sid 90.7. Welcome back. This is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7. Now, Angus, What songs were they? I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> <I'll punch> it. <laughs> Um, over the you break, you don't know, do you? <laughs> over the break, uh, we asked the audience for uh, some times that they've, you know, been a hero. That's it. We're talking vigilante justice. Uh, I, I pulled up a, an old lady on the tram. That sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> did you did? Yeah, you pulled up an old lady on the tram for being rude while holding a bowl of pasta. Mm, which I just is weird. I put my foot down. Yeah. I said, and you fork down, put your foot on. and you fork down. That's it. And we're, we've invited some some stories from you guys about times where maybe you got a bit ahead of yourself and tried to be a hero. Mm-hmm. That's right. I've, I've got one here uh, from JM. It's JM. JM. <laughs> couldn't, think of, <laughs> couldn't think of a proper fake name. So you just got JM. This is JM. JM. Okay. I was at a beach uh, in Byron Bay when I saw a person try to hide a banana peel in the sand. Oh. It's not it's on. Not good. No. I asked him to pick it up, to which he replied, I'm doing environments at uni. <laughs> I replied, that's nice, but I don't remember asking. <laughs> and that is vigilante justice right there. Good on you, JM. Public shaming. With a bit of attitude as well. Good on you, you bloody hero. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my partner actually just messaged in saying that she is a hero every day by being seen in public with me, which is both kind and, and roasting. And <laughs> very mean. See, that's the kind of stuff that if that was said on a tram, I don't care how old you are. <laughs> I'm pointing that out. <laughs> Putting your fork down and pointing it out. What about this one? I once saw someone tell off another guy on the train who is blaring music through speakers. The guy got headbutted. <laughs> <laughs> and that is when vigilante justice goes a little wrong. That's the risk that you gotta that you gotta take. Every every now and then you gotta cop one for the cause, just as Egg Boy did. Just as I did. <laughs> I'm not sure if we're conflating the two. I'm not that's sure. That's sacrifice. That's risk. Yeah. Well, that's what you, if, if you want to be a hero, you're not, not going to get head butted from time to time. <laughs> well, I think that it does happen. But the soundtrack to everyone's, uh, I suppose, story is this. This is My Hero by the Foo Fighters. Oh, this is the song that was running through my head on the tram. Mm. This is Breaking Bread. This with goes out to you, you old lady. <laughs> in 90.7. Don't be rude. That was Fly Baby by Joffy. This is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7. And excuse the long break there, but we did have mm. to get all our fabulous guests into the studio and squeeze them in like a bit of a clown car. Yeah. <laughs> There's six people in this studio, Eddie. That's <laughs> like more five more desk. than we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we welcome uh, Matt Byrne, who is the producer and director of Married at First Fight, yep. uh, which has just come off a successful show at the Adelaide Fringe Festival, now playing at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Yep. Um, and we we are also welcomed here with Rose Vallon, Brad Badvila, and Amber Platten. G'day. Oh, did you get, did you get your mine. name right, Brad? Yeah. 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 Close enough. Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah, I was like, oh, this one's going to be a tough one. No, but, no not at all. No. Um, so, welcome. 
Thank you. It's great to have an opportunity. Uh, we were given the opportunity to have a chat with the station where it was flicked onto us and I talked to Eddie and it just sounded wonderful because apparently this show promotes, you know, new things and new talent and comedy and uh, we're a combination of all those and we've come over from Adelaide after five sold-out weeks at the Fringe. We're at the Lithuanian Club um, tonight and uh, Tuesday to Saturday next week so we kind of preempt the comedy festival. Getting the plug yes. in early. I like it. Don't worry, you hear it again, folks, in case you missed it. Repetition of radio, that's what it's all about. Well, well last week we um we managed to go the whole show without almost mentioning the guys the guys show at all. So yeah, I'm glad that you guys happy. got in early so we can just yeah, we can good. just not worry about that for the rest of the show. Well let's um let's talk. It's taking the piss out of um reality TV shows. That's what your show is all about. And I was saying before that I watch Married at First Sight. Unashamedly. Unashamedly. There is an anonymous group you can go to where you can, (laughs) They made me watch. No, did not. (laughs) It's for research purposes only, guys. Come on. I'm, to be honest, I'm I'm more of a uh, first dates kind of guy. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. You would have seen half the contestants on there then as well. Yeah. yeah, Sounds like you're a perfect match. Oh, that's good. (laughs) It's a bit more entertaining. You sit down, glass of wine, kind of judge everyone that's on the show, make you feel feel a bit better. It was kind of like, you know, 10 years ago when everyone watched The Biggest loser to feel yeah. better about themselves. So it's basically Gogglebox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we already yeah. mentioned that before, actually. <laughs> and he goes, what's the worst show you can think of? Well, I just thought of one. <laughs> what you could do is have a TV camera in here and do, doing radio live on the television. Someone will watch it. There's there's definitely people that um there's a show in uh, on online in Japan which is keeping up with the cat dashians. <laughs> so uh, it's just a bunch of kittens walking around. Show and, uh, right there. Yeah, and it's oh it's entertaining. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your show. So it's called Married at First Fight. Yeah. Uh, and it, it does take Mickey out of, you know, reality television and, and, and such. And so how long would you say that um the show goes for? Because it goes for uh, pretty long compared to other shows. Yeah, so it is a, a full-length theatre show, so it runs for just under two hours with a 20-minute interval between acts. So the first act, um, we give you a bit of a, an understanding of what marriage is and what you go through as part of the competition, and we have four contestants who we pair up together and Ooh. hope that they can make it through the trials and tribulations of marriage. I have a feeling that that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to come to find out. Yeah, and um, so... Just quickly, you've, you're wearing a massive engagement ring right now. <laughs> you've actually got your arm linked around one of the other. Yeah, performers. yeah, we're you engaged. You guys just get married, just No, no, we're engaged. Yeah, we get married oh, right. on stage every night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All like, for show and it's cubic zirconia. <laughs> has, <laughs> has anything a part of this show made you rethink uh, the engagement process or at least solidified it more knowing that, hey, we've been through this process before, we can get through anything? Well, it's basically a what not to do in marriage, <laughs> essentially, so um, sometimes that's as good as knowing as what to do. <laughs> well, um, I hear you guys also have a few tickets to give away, so we are going to play a bit of game after yeah, this with, no, between like between the, the uh, six of us. can't yes. believe there's Ooh. that many people in the studio. Ooh, six yeah. people in a game. What could <laughs> happen? But you guys have some tickets to give away yeah. uh, to our fabulous audience. So yeah. uh, we'll say... We'll figure out what the game is, and yes. then we'll figure out how to that get the tickets away. That would be a good away. starting point. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's good. And then we can work out the rules. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. yeah, okay, then we can do that. Uh, this good is fashion, game plan, Eddie. This is Fashionista by Chai on Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7. That was Chai with Fashionista. This is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7, and we are still 
managed mm. to fit six people into the studio. Yeah, so mm. it's a six pack, ladies and gentlemen. That's yes. A, <laughs> so we're welcome with uh, the Married at First Sight. Sorry, Married at First Fight crew, yep. which is Matt, Rose, Brad, and Amber. Welcome once again. Thank, Thank you. you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gus has devised a little game. Yeah, for I, us love, to play. I love this uh, this part of the week where Eddie trusts me to uh, come up with a game that is somehow. Uh, Eddie relevant. looks nervous, but you look. I'm happy, nervous so. every week because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't know. I know as much as you guys. Yeah, that's right. All I know is that usually it ends up with me losing. Oh, oh, God. God. Oh, so they're rigged, right. is what you're saying. Well. Yeah. Sometimes. It's kind of yeah. a new version of The Biggest Loser. All right. yeah. okay. You are The Biggest Loser. I think <laughs> Literally everyone's roasting yeah. you right now. <laughs> no. But I'm not sure. All right, so the premise of this game, uh, you need to tell me, your show's all about reality TV, so yep. I thought maybe I would uh, reel off uh, a few scenarios and you need to tell me if you think it's a Japanese reality TV show that oh. actually exists, or if it's a nightmare that I had. Oh. Okay. Can they be one and the same? They can be the same. <laughs> they can, can be. Can you dream in Japanese? <laughs> I don't know. Just thinking it. It's out there. So, okay, number one. And, Eddie, you, you're also involved in this game, but you're versing four people. So. <laughs> okay, sick. Oh. You're against the brain trust. Yeah, Eddie. awesome. This is going to be fun. Japanese reality show or my nightmare? So one guy and one girl go into a closet uh, that has a little section cut out that only shows their asses. <laughs> Japanese reality game show. Japanese reality game show. <laughs> I don't need you to hear asses. anymore. <laughs> you choose one of the asses of your preference, you kiss it, and then the people come out from behind the closet, and if your preference was a guy, then you lose the game. So yeah, it's still Japanese, 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 Japanese reality Everyone in agreement? Yeah. yeah. That is a Japanese reality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I it's am. lucky they weren't covered in cockroaches because they <laughs> love that too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what about this one? You're strapped to a big stretcher. At the end of the stretcher is a man in a kimono tickling your feet. You're, un- man, you're unable nightmare. to move and need to withstand the tickling for <laughs> as long a, as possible. Nightmare. nightmare. Rose says nightmare. Listen to her. I'm going to say game show. Oh, the team's game divided. Show. This is actually based on my own sleep paralysis. Yes. <laughs> Rose was into it straight away. Man, I gotta watch I gotta watch you sleep. Now, that's what I want to see when I'm in Melbourne. That's all I want to see. Obviously the figure wasn't wearing a kimono, I just had make a Japanese <laughs> He was actually in a sarong and clogs and a sombrero. You couldn't see, you couldn't see his sword, He's half but Dutch and half Mexican. <laughs> Very confused cultural dream. What about this one? Right. I'm attached to a long rope at one end with the other end tied to rotten meat. I'm running through an open field and my meat is being chased. Your meat is being chased. <laughs> by a Komodo. Is this, is this a wet dream? Oh, no. uh, we are the was a swamp. Right. It didn't say it was a swamp. All and right. we're and my my rotten meat is being <laughs> chased by a Komodo dragon. Oh, this, oh, I'm going to say a Japanese sticking. game show. Yeah. Japanese yeah. game show. Japanese game show. It is a Japanese yeah. game show. Yeah. <laughs> the aim is to outrun the Komodo dragon. I'm sure it is. To but... save your rotten <laughs> piece of meat. So there we go. Uh, you all actually did really well with that one. Yeah, I didn't yeah. lose this time. Proud of you all. Yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah, I think, to be honest, I think we all lost after your joke. To be <laughs> I think we're all losers yeah. in well, this scenario. When you see the show, which everyone out there will... Brad is the man who lowers the tone. Just when you think you can't get any low, that is his job. That's my is job. Is it not? 
Yes, yeah. it is his job. That's your job. We yeah. all just put our heads in our hands and just shake. Yes. Look, I'm holding it's... my tongue, guys. I really can't yeah. say the stuff that I want to say, wanna but you're going to have to come along to the show to find out the rest. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll go to a song and you can tell us some of these jokes that you've been withholding from everyone. <laughs> we'll give you some time oh, to hear out. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. <laughs> You've been listening to a Sin Media Podcast. Previously heard live on Sin 90.7. Okay, see you later. Bye-bye.